I think in everyone's story, there's a turning point or you know, an aha moment. And it was probably when I was 13 and doing some counseling. You know, he said to me, if you don't get this under control, you probably aren't gonna be able to have kids one day. And at 13, you're not thinking about that, about am I gonna want kids one day? But I knew for a fact, I did not want that choice taken away from me. So that was my turning point. Rebecca Arsina is a courageous and intentional functional medicine health coach, wife, and mom to a 13-year-old daughter. On today's episode, she shares a vulnerable story of how she overcame an eating disorder that she has battled since about 11 years old. Rebecca did not want anorexia to define her life, and she always believed that her past existed for a better purpose. She now uses the power of her past experiences to commit to the path of true healing for herself and paying it forward to help others. Let's begin. Welcome to the Journey to Health podcast, where we believe everyone deserves to feel their best and reach optimal health. Life is short and every day is a gift. So travel well on your journey to health. I'm your host, Sarah Shaw, and I'll be your guide on today's episode. Welcome, Rebecca, to the Journey to Health podcast. We are so excited to have you as our guest today. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here, Sarah. Well, we go back a few years together. You and I met at a really cool event for mothers and daughters that I was running with one of my Inside Out Strong workshops, and you brought your daughter along to bond and learn, and we hit it off right off the bat. And I can't wait for this audience to hear your story because I think it's so powerful. It's so needed. I love your story. So I can't wait to dive in on that. But before we do, I will give you my word that describes you. I think my word for you, there's there's many, as with most of my guests, it's very hard, but I think the one that stuck out the most that came to mind was intentional. I do feel like so many of the decisions, the directions, the pursuit of your goals and dreams is so intentional and it's so mindful. It's thoughtful. Like you actually calculate exactly how you want to go, where you want to go. And I find a lot of power and value in your intentionality. I thought that was something that described you. I love that word. And I appreciate that you see that in me. I think that can be sometimes that can be a strength and it can also be a weakness of mine because when you plot the course and you get thrown off course, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time to uh, readjust. I think that can be a strength and a weakness of mine, but I appreciate you saying that. As I think all strengths can be detrimental if gone too far, but I do see it as a true plus and a bonus in your life. I'm re- I really admire your ability to stay the course, to be so well studied and to really pursue and be intentional with where you want to go. I don't give up <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you don't. And we're going to hear that in your story and I can't wait to dive in. So let's begin. Tell us about the start of your journey to health. It's funny. At first, I just want to say how much I love the name of this podcast and the name of the program Journey to Health, because it really is a journey, isn't it? It's just peaks and valleys and twists and turns. And it's not a straight line from point A to point B. So it really does describe our lives and especially with trying to get healthy or healthier. So my story starts back when I was probably 11 or 12. And I was trying to think, do I go back that far? Is that relevant here in this conversation? 
I got to thinking again, yes, it is. Because everything we go through and we grow through doesn't define us, but it is part of us. What happened when I was in, you know, 11, 12, early teens really did kind of set a course for my life, especially with health and fitness. I had an eating disorder and I was hospitalized a few different times, a couple times at our local hospital. And then one time at a residential facility that was about an hour and a half away from my home. That's when I was probably 12 years old that I was an hour and a half away from home being treated for anorexia. One thing that really stands out about my time in the hospital, both at my home and the residential facility is Everyone was just so obsessed with my weight. How much I weighed determined everything. It determined if I had to go back in the hospital. It determined if I got to have the weekly outing with the group to the movies or to whatever other function they were going to. It determined whether I actually got to go home and see my family on the weekends. I'm sure there was some counseling in there too, but that's what really stands out to me is that everyone was so obsessed with my weight. And I know now that it was at that point, it was a matter of life and death. At one point, I was probably 60 pounds at 12 years old. So putting weight on was mission critical. But that's what stuck with me is that that number on the scale is powerful. That's kind of where my my journey started. Once I got released from the hospital, I had some treatment in my hometown with a local doctor. He was a family practice doctor and he was an OBGYN. And I think in everyone's story, there's a turning point or you know an aha moment. And it was probably when I was 13 and doing some counseling with him. You know, He said to me, if you don't get this under control, you probably aren't going to be able to have kids one day. And at 13, you're not thinking about that, about am I going to want kids one day? But I knew for a fact, I did not want that choice taken away from me. So that was my turning point. And I credit him to this day with helping me turn around. He really was, was a great support as well as my family. Of course, I don't, I still to this day, don't know how they quite made it through <laughs> with, uh, you know, three other kids at home and me an hour and a half away in facility. So yeah, so that, that was a turning point, but that's also where I learned that that scale weight had a lot of power and that kind of stuck with me, unfortunately for years. Wow. Thank you for sharing so much of that challenge at such a young age. I mean, you're very vulnerable to open up and share about that. But like I've said before, this is a discussion and a conversation and a topic that needs to be brought to light. So thank you for taking that being brave and being courageous and bringing this to light and sharing more about it. What a heavy thing to go through as a 11 and 12 year old. Yeah. And now me having a 13 year old at home, I just can't imagine her having gone through what I went through. Which you did. And you're very strong for that. So let's hear more about where you went from there, because you have a lot of overcoming that you went through. (laughs) Yeah. So then there was high school and college and I'd always been active. So that really wasn't an issue for me. Um, I'd always been interested in running. And then after I got out of college, I had a boyfriend who was into weightlifting. So I started lifting weights and I really loved how strong that made me feel. However, that relationship also was not super healthy on an emotional level. And I kind of backpedaled into some old behaviors and continue to just push myself as far as I could to do more, do better. And finally got out of that relationship, got my health back at that point too. So I kind of rebounded from that and got, got some weight back on and got healthy in that regard. Fast forward a little bit and I moved to North Carolina from, from my home state, New Hampshire, just continued to just push myself. I became interested in nutrition when I got out of college 
And looking back on that now, I feel like that interest was purely sparked by my desire to try to manipulate my body into something that I felt was acceptable or worthy. And I don't think that's anything I've ever even shared with my family that that was a realization for me. Everyone just thought, oh, you know, she's interested in being healthy. And I, I was interested in keeping my weight down and I was interested in being thin. I don't think I was interested in being healthy. And you can say that now removed from that, right? In hindsight, that maybe your intentions were not fully pure at that moment. Exactly. Yes. But at the time I thought I was just doing everything I could to be healthy, but I don't, I truly don't believe that was the case. I continued to just learn as much as I could. And at that time, you know, it was all about the, the fad diets. You know, I, I learned about all those. About five years ago, I decided I wanted to see how far I could push myself mentally and physically. And I entered a fitness competition. So that was at age 45, I did a fitness competition. And I was thinking that I was not going to have a problem with this mentally or emotionally, that all of those disordered thoughts were in my past. I think my family was a little nervous about me doing this. And uh, rightfully so, because a lot of those old thoughts kind of came back up during this uh, competition prep. There were a lot of tears on my part, but I decided I'm just going to do this. And once I do this competition, I'll be done. I'll be done obsessing over food, over exercise, over what my body looks like, which sounds kind of silly now because you are standing up in front of judges and they are picking apart what, what you look like. And <laughs> And I was never, I mean, I don't like to be front and center. So this was pushing way out of my comfort zone to do this competition. But when I was backstage at that competition, it was a real eye opener for me. It opened my eyes up to how disordered that industry is and how the disordered thinking that goes along with it. And at that point, when I was backstage getting ready to go out on that stage in those silly high heels, I was no longer comfortable being part of the problem that I wanted to be part of the solution. So I did the show in September. And then that same month, I signed up for a health coach program, health coaching program. And I just I knew there had to be something bigger, a bigger reason as to why I had learned all this nutrition and fitness information. And I truly wanted to just use that to continue to help myself and to help others. After seeing that environment backstage, that was just, that was it. You've taken, like you said, this journey is, it's a long journey. And I think that's encouraging for a lot of people because sometimes they, you know, we celebrate the quick fixes and the speediness of getting to our goals. And so I think you had a very long, windy journey. You were overcoming a lot of these mental mindsets and these disordered thoughts and eating for so long that I'm really proud of you for sticking with it and then finally wanting to become part of that solution. And it didn't matter how old you were or how young you were, you were ready to be a part of that change. Kudos to you and applause to you for showing up and diving headfirst into the solution. So what did that look like for you? So now you're part of functional medicine health coaching, but do you have some, a few other certifications that you're a part of? I do. Yeah. I have an ACE health coach certification and a precision nutrition certification. And the functional medicine certification, I think, is really what I wanted all along. But I, you know, stepping stones. I had to start start small and work my way up. 
And the functional medicine coaching program really helped me finally find my voice, realize that I could feel better because for years I had been told from doctors when I went and told them that I had fatigue or I had um, GI issues, they would do labs and say I was fine. They would do all this GI testing and everything turned out normal and you know, you're normal and head on your way. But laying on my stomach on a heating pad, curled up in a ball on the floor three or four nights a week was not normal. With all the metabolic issues because of my competition prep, I had so many GI issues, adrenal issues, and the functional medicine piece helped open my eyes to the fact that those are real things and there are ways to feel better and recover from those. And I was determined to find that path. I hear that often where a conventional doctor, we give them our issues, the things we're struggling with, and sometimes the labs return normal. But then I think when you dig a little deeper, we all know we have this intuition about ourselves where we know things are not right. How did, what did you learn about yourself by going deeper and deeper into finding and exploring what this really was? Definitely learned that in which I knew I'm very persistent. I'm not going to stop until, (laughs) until I get an answer. I was always the person that sat in the back of the room. I was the good girl growing up. I was very compliant. I didn't want to cause any waves. I didn't want any confrontation. And when you're fighting for your health, you have to stand up for yourself. That's what I learned. I learned that I do have a voice and my voice matters and that I can stand up for myself and for my health. So being my own, uh, you know, health advocate, you really have to be. And I, and I learned that I learned that I'm not going to just outsource my health to somebody else. And that's a real highlight to finally find your voice and find your, your purpose and passion behind taking your own ownership of your life and finding those pieces to that puzzle. What are some of the other highlights that you've experienced now that you've overcome this very big, heavy disordered eating from a long journey? What are some other highlights that you've experienced in your life? I have learned the, the connection between mind body which I never really gave thought to before. Um, It was all about the nutrition and the exercise. And that mindset piece was really not in my life. And now that's a huge part of it. That is is something I never even considered before, but that's made a huge difference in my uh, ability to move forward. And I'm just excited about all the new doors that are opening up right now for me and, and in my ability to help others learn that they do have a voice they can feel better and that their voice matters. You've used your hardships and your setbacks to now propel not only your own life, but family, those you lead, but now taking it outside into the community and wanting to lead others and help them overcome any of their challenges. Because a lot of us are stuck in that idea that health is food and movement. And those are important. Like those are very important pillars. But like you said, learning that so much of it is a mental, emotional, spiritual battle that we do also need to step into. So now that you have traveled this journey and you've learned so much about yourself and health and just how to endure and overcome, what are you excited about taking that forward into the future? You have some big things planned, but what what are you most excited about? I'm just really excited about helping other people and, and serving others with the knowledge that I have accumulated over the years and the hardships I've been through, like you you said, really excited to help change other people's lives. Well, tell us one of your favorite health tips that you either live by or you share with any of your clients. Uh, would it be okay if I share two? 
Absolutely. <laughs> I'd like to do one kind of one for the live well. I love the live well, move well, eat well part of journey to health. I've got a live well and an eat well, if I could share one for both. Absolutely. Let's hear it. These may seem a little silly, but they're ones that I really struggled with and still on occasion have, have trouble with. But the live well piece is uh, learn to say no. That was always really hard for me. I took on an awful lot. I would um, definitely overcommit. It really kind of wreaked havoc with my, my energy levels. And I would really get very uh, short-tempered because I overcommitted. And so learning to say no is very freeing. And I don't think you need to have an explanation behind why you're saying no for some things. So that's very powerful, feeling okay to say no to things. That's a very powerful position to say no and not have to explain it. And then the eat well piece, and and there may be some laughter on this one, is chew your food. (laughs) (laughs) I have had a lot of GI issues and, and I... Anyone that's ever eaten a meal with me knows that I can just shovel that down pretty good, pretty quickly and learning to chew your food so that your body doesn't have to work so hard to digest it. And you actually can absorb those nutrients really is a simple free thing that you, everybody can do to help with any, you know, digestion or absorption. Right. What a practical tip and also a really deep, meaningful tip before. So learn to say no and chew your food. It seems kind of funny, but those are, those are two that, that I try to live by. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for opening up and being very vulnerable and exposing some of the things that are probably hard for a lot of people to talk about, but you recognize the importance of this discussion and this topic. So thank you for your courage and sharing that. Well, thank you for the uh, the opportunity to share it and for everything that everyone's doing at Journey to Health. I'm just so grateful to be a part of this. Yeah, we love having you on the team and we look forward to you serving more clients. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode. You can follow us online at journeytohealth.com slash podcast. There you can access the show notes and learn more about our guest. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Your Journey to Health. We hope that this story inspired you to launch into or maybe even continue on your own journey to your best health. If you're looking for a health guide to support you, we have coaches who would love nothing more than to walk alongside you. Just visit our website to learn more about Journey to Health coaching program. Until next time, travel well on your journey to health.